What is up, guys? We are back, and Colin and I, and we're going to talk about PSG today. It was kind of, like, disappointing, and it's gotten a lot of backlash from a lot of people. So we're going to try to, like, get everybody in a better mood because it's not the end of the world. We still have the FA Cup. We still have fourth place we can try and guarantee our top four. And we're going to try to preview a little bit of Chelsea, so stay tuned, guys. Hey guys, we're back with the Busby Bay podcast. And Matt's been a while. Matt is back. It's been a while for I have recorded this podcast. You know. It's been a while. Alright. That was really just for Bracey. Really. That was that's all I was really for. But yeah, hey, what's up, Colin? How you doing, man? Uh pretty good. Uh you know, the not the best uh game to come back with with PSG loss. Yeah, I'm like I'm disappointed, but I'm not disappointed in Ollie because a lot of people are all like oh he's not gonna last I was like yeah. and this first like loss was gonna happen at some point and to be honest I've like I've really thought about it and I think it's a almost a blessing in disguise that it was Champions League because if we get a loss in the Premier League that I guess that, that that's better than the league, right? That's better than the FA Cup, in my opinion, because like those are very you know top four FA Cup. That's kind of what we want, and then we were like, okay, well we'll see what we do in the Champions League, and that's what however far we make it, that's that's cool, right? And that just goes to show, I think it, it was a good thing. Like it it sucks. I'm not happy about it, but it was a good thing because we need players. We need and. And this definitely Man, showed our weakness. Yeah, because in the league, like, he can win games. And I still think that, and I don't know what's going on with Tony and Lingard, but hopefully they can come back for the FA Cup game. They didn't look bad. They looked like fatigue injuries. Mm-hmm. and But that was another reason why I felt like we the second half was definitely not as good because... I, I want Alexis Sanchez out of this club, man. Like, like I hate it. Like, I want it to, I want it to work. I still want it to work, but like, it just doesn't seem like he's got his head in it. I, I don't know, and this plays a factor. I also don't know how much English he speaks. You know, like, I, like I, mean, I don't, I don't know if that's an issue for him. I well, when Mike Phelan tells him to go and hug the touchline instead of, yep. instead of getting all up in Pogba's area, like that's. Whatever. Anyways, like I, I think that I, I don't know who would want him. I mean, you Probably know, but China. yeah, was, that's our, yeah. Because I don't, I don't know who, as like a European contender right now, would want to take on those wages. And as certainly a, nobody, yeah, no, no other sort of club would be able to take those wages on. No, unless it was like a, I mean, shoot, it's I guess it's Juve, Real, Barcelona. And like PSG are up there, right? Yeah, or PSG maybe, certainly don't need and Bayern, Bayern maybe. But like, who out of all those clubs, who wants him? Mm-hmm. A, a player that hasn't. I mean, I need to look up how many goals he scored. I want to say maybe two that I can actually remember. I know he scored yeah, a it's... header against Tottenham. Is that right? Yeah, FA Cup semi final against Tottenham. That's right. He scored that. His first goal for the club was against. Uh, like Burnley or something, mm-hmm. or Bournemouth or something. Uh, it was a penalty he missed and then tapped in. Yeah. Then he had the FA Cup semifinal goal. 
He scored against Swansea. I don't think that he scored anymore last So that's season. what, three? This season, it's Newcastle, and then he scored against... Um, But see, you have to remember. Yeah. That's the issue is yeah, that you have to remember that yeah. hard. And, man, like, I love Juan Mata, but, like, also, like, and I will continually say this, we play him out of position, but he's getting to that point where he's old and he doesn't have the pace and he can't make up for being on the left wing because he's got to come inside and do all these things and he doesn't have the pace to take someone on on the, on the right side. And it just takes it just takes that width out of our game because we want him central and that's what he does when he's on the wing he drifts centrally because that's his instinct but we don't need those players to do that we need all three of our forwards in the forward position yeah i mean our our right side and that's what psg did like our left side couldn't do much but that's because martial didn't seem to get up and i feel like he was kind of hurt in that game towards the beginning or he wasn't as comfortable he just didn't look as yeah. comfortable and i don't i don't know he just didn't look good yeah <laughs> yeah well and also like uh there was a couple times where he would make runs and luke shaw would hesitate to pass the ball and like i still love luke shaw but the fact that if our left's not playing well that's all we got like that's not good enough like we need like Dello presents or brings something to the table that's much different than ashley young does he actually puts a cross in, in the box where, like, he wants to. It just seems like every time Ashley Young crosses the ball, it's like a prayer and I hope that it goes somewhere. And out of your right back, we, we need more than that. And I, I, I know that Delo's a young kid, but he gives us more in that game. His def- he, Defensively, he might not be as good. And, okay, that's fine. He might not push Di Maria into the fence, which was awesome. But he, he might not push him into the fence. He might not do as his work defensively, but at least we could attack, you know, and once Lingard went out of the game, you could tell instantly because we missed that pressing element that Lingard gives us. Cause even if Lingard, he's not the best passer of the ball, he can run with the ball pretty well, but his pressing and how quick he is, his acceleration to people is, is good. I mean, it's been good since all he's come in, but as soon as he left, that's that's it, you know? And so we just need – and I'm – man, I don't know if Alexis Sanchez, like, refuses to play on the right or if it's in his contract or if it's like – you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what's going on there, but I don't understand why he's never played there. Like, he never starts on the right. Like, he might drift over there, you know, whatever. But I I, I don't know. But – since we can't get him on the right, we just need a right-sided player. Like, we just really do. And I think that Tahith Chong would be great, like, next season. But I just – we just need to fix our right. Because, like, even, like, if Bailly and Lindelof are overwhelmed, they are able to make better plays. But they have to compensate by going out towards where the fullbacks would be. And that tends to happen a lot, is that they drift. And if you can trust your fullback, then they don't have to drift. They could just be in the center and do their job. And I don't think that that was necessarily all the problems. I think they were tired by, you know, I mean, Mbappe's very quick. Actually, I think that they match up better against Cavani than they do Mbappe at the top. Now, granted, that still leaves Mbappe on the right to do things. And Mbappe against Luke Shaw is also uncomfortable. But 
he's a big guy and you don't have to worry about or a bigger guy and you wouldn't have to worry about his speed his like overwhelming speed so i'm not this psg game doesn't hurt me because top four is priority fa cup i think we can win now granted i don't know if martial and lingard are going to come back in and if they don't that's it's not a comfortable game especially at the bridge we've had a history of you know just not getting a whole lot of success there. We have before, but like that's gonna be a hard game. Premier you know? League era, especially. Yeah. We just have yeah. a terrible record. As yeah. For Bridge. But I, I don't think this is like DefCon one. I'm not hitting the button. I'm not saying all layout. Yeah. I think that's stupid. And I've told you this. We that's why we just need to wait to the end of the season. Because I, I told Bracy this the other day. I said, you know, we're not losing anything if we just wait till May. We're definitely not losing Ollie because that's what he expected. Exactly. That's what, and that's what he continues to say. That's how, that's how much class this guy has got. He just continually says, I'm, I'm the caretaker manager. You know, nothing's going to be cited within a couple weeks. So, I mean, uh, we don't lose anything and we don't gain anything by making a manager now. I mean, okay, confidence. Okay, that's cool. But why, why don't you wait till the end of the season? And that's what they're doing. I mean, we know how this board <laughs> does yeah. business. They take forever to do it. But, I mean, we're not losing anything. And I also I still think that he's the number one guy. Yeah, like, he, he I, knows this club back to front. I do want to reel this in a little bit just to keep it on the subject of PSG. Because, I mean, we, obviously we don't have a structure for this. We're just... We just kind of agreed before that we're just going to... Well, I know that that's what a lot of but, people are saying because yeah, yeah, yeah. of this loss, and I think that that's stupid. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about... That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah. No, but, I mean, this... We still get to play another game. The Pogba being out is going to hurt, obviously, but um, after that, we play yeah, Arsenal away. Um, yeah, we have them away in the Premier League, and we have Chelsea at home in the Premier League, at, or maybe that's the end of April instead of March. Pretty sure we have Arsenal but, uh, right we, after. We also we play very winnable Premier League games. I think Crystal Palace, we play again. West Ham, we play again. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not worried about the Premier League, even if we lose to, like, we're we're in a good spot. Like like, <laughs> like even if we lose like a couple games, like I think we'll we're still gonna be okay. We gotta beat Chelsea. I feel like that's a huge game. If we can beat Chelsea, it'll get a little sort of a little bit of a breathing room. But I mean, this next run of games isn't like that bad. It's a winnable. I mean, Liverpool. Obviously, I'm not gonna say that. That's but that's a winnable game. It's at Old Trafford. It's a, a leveler. Yeah. So I mean, I think that everybody needs to calm down from this PSG game and just take it with a grain of salt. Cause I mean, also football's weird. Like our, our history, like we've, we've come back from crazy odds, right? Like who's to say we can't go to Paris and win, you know? I mean, and it might, it might not happen. It probably won't happen, but you don't know, you know? So I think that you just got to go in there and have a chip on our shoulder and just play our best. That's all we can hope for, right? I mean, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, so I, I agree. I, th- I think not all hope is lost. And the fact that we only lost 2-0, I think, especially is a, a little bit of a boost considering how much the second half went against us. What PSG did really, really, really well, I think, was to 
just go out in the first half and out-muscle us. Because what they showed in the first half wasn't just their ability to stay with us, but their ability to take control of the game Mm -hmm. when things got difficult. Because for the first, uh, you and I watched this together, Mm -hmm. and for the first few possessions for both sides, both sides looked really nervous on the ball. Mm -hmm. Both sides were trying to play out from the back, and they weren't really having a lot of success from that. Both sides were canceling each other out in the midfield. Uh, Pogba and Verratti kind of went at it for a while. Not, you know aggressively against each other but you know trying to get trying to impose their will on the game no but he did want to kill danny alves (laughs) (laughs) and uh what really shone through in psg's side was the quality of experience that they have oh yeah they spent a lot of time in the last few or a lot of money invested in uh players that can come in and bring mm-hmm. their Champions League experience with them. They were kind of do this. Yes. Like, and yeah. we're still a very young team. Just because we're a big-name club doesn't mean that, like, I mean, we should expect to win every game. Yeah. Like, that's what Ollie says. Like, we, we expect to go in and win every game. And I also think that, and this is something that a lot of people don't think about, officials affect the game than more than what they just don't call. Because when they call and they start out with all these yellows... Can I, can I keep going before I lose my thought? Okay, yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, okay. um, I may have just lost my thought. Um, Talking about PSG... Champions League oh, okay, experience. Good. So you had talked about Danny Alves a little bit, and uh, it, but to me it's not just him. It's Gigi Buffon, I think, did a really good job keeping his defenders organized. Tiago Silva... Which he didn't have a lot to do. Yeah, Tiago Silva was a rock, but also his influence on Presnel Kimpembe... Uh, keeping Marcus Rashford in check. I think he went with him step for step pretty much the whole game. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where I Or shove for shove. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I wanted to talk about the ref a little bit because obviously that was um, that oh. was something that played into PSG's favor. I think PSG fans were on Twitter were talking about Ashley Young's shove on Angel Di Maria as possible red. I really think Presnel Kimpempe was lucky to finish that game without a red card. Most definitely. And in the first half, especially with the way that he was shoving Marcus Rashford around. And the... I'm not saying that the ref is the reason we lost that game. No, because we played shit, but... No, but... <laughs> <laughs> but if they go down to 10 men in the first half, that's a huge advantage for us. Yeah, and for Marcus sure. And Marcus Rashford is given so much more space because Thiago Silva, as good as he was defensively in that game, he doesn't have the pace to keep up with Rashford like uh-uh, Kim Benpe no. does. And I think Martial was obviously injured, uh, but Jesse Lingard also was taken out of the game early. Uh, their physical play... I'm not saying that they meant to hurt Jesse Lingard. Obviously, his injury wasn't... He walked injured. off. No, he... I think with some rest, he'll be okay. It's a muscle injury, so yeah. it's probably more fatigue than anything that contributed to it. But he needs a stretch. Losing both of them just allowed PSG's experience to show out with Danny Alves's speed and experience, because he's a serial Champions League winner. He won three with Barcelona. Yeah. And he got to another final with Juventus. God, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, Angel Di Maria, before he came to Manchester United, was a uh, Champions League winner with Real Madrid and had a few years' experience playing in the Champions League, I think four years. Um, Marco Verratti's been playing in the Champions League forever. Don't even need to talk about Buffon. Don't even need to talk about that guy. I can't believe he doesn't have a medal yet. And even Kylian Mbappe, his first year, he was one of the top scorers in the Champions that's why League. I hate, he's, that's why I hate he, he's playing for PSG because, yeah. like, I... Like Buffon is like a beautiful person, yeah. beautiful player, like d- like yeah, legend. Like he's a player like of de- generation. Like you don't you talk about Ronaldo, you talk about Messi, but this guy and I mean goalkeepers kind of get swept under the rug a lot, but man, like but, and what a guy. Isn't the goat conversation right. for goalkeepers? Though. Like I mean, okay, most goalkeepers are gonna be hot once 
he kind of drops that ball and Jesse goes for it. And he, he's not trying to kick Buffon. He's trying to get the ball. Mm-hmm. But, and Buffon knows this. He stands yeah, up and gives him a kiss on the head. Yeah, like, we'll <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, so them in, in midfield and in defense, they had enough experience to take control of the game. And then Mbappe's speed and that, even Angel Di Maria's speed, he's not as fast as he once was. Mm-mm. But he gave Ashley Young a lot of problems, and Mbappe gave Luke Shaw a lot of problems. And Victor Lindelof and Eric Bailly, I don't think the loss is on them at all. No. But I think it's just overall experience is kind of overwhelming to us. As a defensive group, we just don't have the quality to compete with them at that level. No. And we're honestly lucky that Neymar was not in this game because they had so much space on that left-hand side. Yeah. And breaking away in the second half the way that they did and getting a goal off of a set piece, I think, just demoralized us. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, we didn't even have the strength factor over them. Yeah, so, I completely agree. Going into the second leg, I'm not sure what we can do without Pogba because Nemanja Matic and Andrew Herrera can't carry the midfield. The creativity. I, I don't think we have anybody on the bench who can come in and fulfill that role. But, the only way we could do that is taking Mata and putting him in mm-hmm. like beside Andrew Herrera. And, I mean, Mata right there is still like doesn't have to run as much. If he can pace his running, he's fine. But like overall, overwhelming speed... Like he That's does not on, have. On the wing he he's never had down. that. Like he's been a. Well, it, when he in his first couple of years at Chelsea, he had some he had some speedy. But I mean, he's not known for that. He's known no. for for his dribbling skills, his free kicks. You know, passing, like his yeah. passing. Yeah, and man, like you talk about demoralizing. I that's what I was gonna say with the refs. I think yeah. that when you get so many calls called on you, Pogba can't play like he wants to play he has to worry about what he's doing like because he doesn't want to get kicked off because if Pogba goes off we are a very different team he knows that all I knows that the entire team knows that so he's got to be the leader he's like the unofficial captain before well and the captain before Mourinho <laughs> took yeah. it from him but I mean when you when you have that you can't you're demoralized and I think that actually I think Rashi got demoralized there towards the end when when that challenge from uh yeah when Kempembe wasn't man like like I understand you want to you don't want to send that guy off because you don't want to send someone off but like at that point in time cards that early in the game? why are you giving out a second yellow at the 88th minute yep. why are you doing that you don't need to do that the game is pretty much over it's obviously one at that point now look if it's like 2-1 like, we're on the attack and all that. Like, I, I mean, situationally, it's still hard for me as a United fan to say, like, you give them, you give them at, at that point because they have to pay for what they've done. But they already won the game at that point. Yeah. Like, and it's hard to also say as a United fan because Fergie time is such a thing, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, we weren't even getting concrete chances. Like, just second yellow on Pogba, you just don't need to do that. Like, in the way he did it, like, it, if you look at it in slow motion, it looks kind of bad. But even at that point, Kempembe's no no challenge way. still looks worse. Like, I understand Pogba went through, like, Verratti at, like, a diagonal kind of to his... But was it... No, or was it Danny Alves? I think it was Danny Alves. He and Danny Alves were both going for the ball, and Paul Pogba's studs hit Danny Alves's leg as they went for the ball. He wasn't trying to hit Danny Alves in the leg. He was trying to get the ball, right? As was Danny Alves, but well, that's like that that when he got that straight red, that Bayerine challenge uh, yeah. at Arsenal, Arsenal, and 
like his foot did go down on his leg, but Pogba was going to get the ball and Bayerine was putting himself and, in a vulnerable, in card vulnerable situations, position. I think intent plays a really big factor. Yeah, and and Pogba's mad there because because Danny Alves, I feel like, knows. And Danny Alves is a fighter. Like, he wants this to happen, obviously, because it puts his team in the best position. Mm-hmm. But as a football player and a football mind, he's not he, – I want to say he doesn't want to just send people off. But at that point, at, you know, at and he 88th have, like, minute – Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, he doesn't have, like – a reason to just hate and this guy, I, you know? I think the poor officiating was actually something I saw PSG and Man United fans kind of agree on on Twitter. Because there were calls both ways. Because I, I actually do think that there's question of, you know, what Ashley Young was trying to do shoving out Naldi Maria. As United fans, it's kind of funny to us because he was awful for us. Also, the, he, he didn't respect the club and he left immediately. Right. But... Also, I, the, it looks worse because Old Trafford has that dip yeah, in it, right? It looks, it looks worse like, because of where they are on the pitch. If right. it happens, you, you know, on the other touchline where they're going for it uh, near the goal, and it goes out and he falls over, mm-hmm. he doesn't fall into the No, exactly. It's not as steep there. Exactly. And it also, like, he... Man, okay. And I don't want to try to defend Ashley Young because I'm not an Ashley Young fan. I am, I'm really not. Like, if he, he's... Man, he's a Manchester United player, so I support him, I back him, but I don't... I don't like him. I want him out of my club. But if you look at him shoving Di Maria, Di Maria does slip on his way down because he's trying to stop himself. Also, when he hits that, the worst that happens in that situation is that the the wind's knocked out of him. If you look at the if you look at how he like landed against it, he didn't hit anything. Yeah, he kind of hit his arm. I think they it looked like they were testing him for a broken arm, but it was pretty clear he didn't. Yeah, and he got up and started running again, and that's why I was like... And he had a great game. <laughs> yeah, I mean... And, and you know, maybe that was fuel on the fire because United fans were giving him shit the entire game. Oh, yeah. But that was... Well, that was well deserved. Well deserved. <laughs> yeah, if, if he didn't want fans to give him shit, then he shouldn't have been awful when he was at Manchester United. Like his best performance for us was a five-three loss to Leicester City. So, and that, yeah. you know, before Leicester City were Premier League title team contenders. Yeah. So. Um, I guess moving on a little bit because we've talked you, about you done this with for the about PS- twenty minutes. You now. done with the PSG game? Yeah. So, I, I'm I also, good. I'm just done. Like, I, yeah, I, 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 I'm ready to move on from. I it. don't think it's as serious that everybody's trying to make it out to be. I really just don't yeah, like. It's, pre- it's, it's Premier loss, League is, but it's something we can take things out of. Yes, exactly. And Premier League is important the transfer market because we have a lot of depth issues. Exactly, and and having Ole, you don't have to pay him the forty, fifty, whatever they're talking about, giving Zidane, Pochettino, whoever, yeah. all that money. You don't have to pay that guy that much. Use that money on players. Also, I thought it was really <laughs> like, funny that uh, Molda agreed to a buyout clause for Solskjaer. Um, before this run started. Oh, really? So his buyout clause, I think, is only going to be like £4 million if we decide to keep him, which I feel like if we had waited until this point to negotiate that with them, they would hold it out for a lot of Yeah. Time. Man, hey, I want him as my manager, man. Like, yeah. he's he's doing well. He knows what this club is about. That is so important to me. Like, him and not enough people... Well, actually, I feel like a decent amount of United fans talk about Mike Phelan, but... Like, yeah, but I, I don't understand what the problem is with because with the David Moyes, Louis Van Gaal, and Jose Mourinho hires, United were all trying to find people to bring something new. But I don't understand what's wrong with bringing in somebody who already knows the club and knows the inner workings of Sir Alex Ferguson when he was running the team and knows what it takes to win championships under Sir Alex Ferguson. 
it, it seemed like they were too focused after David and Moyes of trying to move on from what Sir Alex Ferguson wanted, but that doesn't, I don't understand why that means you have to move on from everything that was related to Sir Alex Ferguson. Louis van Gaal and Jose Mourinho were almost polar opposites of Sir Alex Ferguson's managerial style. I think they just wanted to cut the cord, which was stupid, <laughs> which is so dumb. But uh, but no, I, I love that Mike Phelan's there. I love Michael Carrick, stand-up guy, Kieran McKenna. Um, yeah, I just think that yeah. I just think that that's we need to keep this. We just need to spend some damn money, dude. Like we have so much money, we have so much money, and they're just pocketing all of this. And oh, man, it just makes me so mad. Like yeah, the, we could have such a better club so because it actually is earning a lot from revenue and its brand uh, globally. Like Matic, Matic is kind of like not revitalize his career but he's doing okay right now right yeah. but how how much longer does that last you know what i mean like and, and ashley I, young's i'm glad we only gave him a one-year contract and i think we did so the transition will be easier but i don't want him at this club and i i love lingard but we could get someone better and if lingard's on the bench i think that's it's so weird because i love jesse but if he's on the bench, I feel like we're a better team because we can get more out of someone. And if Lingard's coming off the bench, and you, you know how much that guy runs and how much he presses, I feel like Jesse coming off the bench is actually a better option than starting him. To yeah. be, I mean, I mean, depending on the player, obviously, but there's so many things that can be done. Like, I, I don't, I'm not like everybody. A lot of people, like, really, really want a center back, and I think that that's cool. I think we could use a center back, but I, our right side is just so bad. I, like, I think we need to add at least one person in the transfer market at every defensive position. I think we need minimum back, four right players. Back and left back. Yeah. I, I think Luke Shaw's been okay, but he has looked bad at times, and I think that bringing in someone to make that uh, position competitive would be the best case Kieran for both the Tierney. And, yes. We're, we're both fans of Kieran Tierney. Yeah. Um, and he's like what 20 21 maybe yeah, we're, we're linked with uh, him we're linked with Koulibaly we're linked with a lot of players but I, I'm i okay not selling anyone either uh, except Alexis Sanchez yes uh, uh, because he, keeping a lot of people are on Lukaku I think that he'll eventually turn around we're also his wages aren't enormous I mean we paid a really big transfer fee for him but his wages aren't enormous I it's, think I, I think we could get somebody better but I think don't think that that's the problem right now like okay no, like Lukaku's not scoring goals two players that are better we have Martial and Rashford who are playing exactly better in the same position. exactly so and I mean if we really needed to we could put Martial up front like if Rashford got hurt but if we have depth that we could play someone on the off the left if let's say I mean, you know, hopefully Rashford doesn't get hurt, but if he gets hurt, put Martial up front, and then we have other guys to fill in. We just need depth. And that's another reason why in the second half on that Champions League game, we just don't have the depth we need. We just we yeah. just don't. I don't think there was a single substitution that Ole wanted to make. No. Because there were the two injuries with Martial. And, and then Rashford's and tired Lundgaard. by the time he gets subbed yeah. out. And But I do think Lukaku slows us down. I do think that. But I also know. I don't think he does when, we're on the, when he's on the right, though. Because that means that all the central running lanes are open for Rashford. So we saw it a little bit against Burnley where it was slowed down because Lukaku was the middle, Rashford was kind of left, and Mata was on the right wing. But when he played on the right wing against Arsenal, that really opened things up for 
uh, everyone else in the middle to come through. Oh, mm-hmm. that's the <laughs> that's the club Alexis Sanchez scored against. He scored against Arsenal. I can't believe I forgot that. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. which it was a really good goal, and we had some really solid build up play. We spent most most of that game on the back foot, I think, because we built that lead pretty early on. Yeah, but I think Lukaku on the right. I mean, give it a shot if you, if Lingard's hurt. You know. Yeah, but I, I either way we still need the depth. Like e- either way, like. Because I, then who, who who's after that? I think right. Jason Greenwood and Tahit Chong are players that need to be part of the squad yes. next year. Even like next year, if we just bring those two guys in and play Dalo, that squad is so different already. Yeah. Like, I mean, okay, and this is what I was going to say about Lukaku. I think that being around Solskjaer, like, he's, his finishing is going to get better. His his He needs to be smarter of a runner since he built up all this bulk and he's yeah. so – like he's he's huge, you know. He's yeah. got a lot of muscle. But he already was. But yeah, no, he was, and then he got he got bigger. But I do think that he could be more intelligent with his runs, especially not having the best first touch. He's got to work around that. Like if he doesn't have a good first touch, at least be there. Like look, Harry Kane, fantastic goal scorer. He's not he's not that fast. He's very intelligent though. He knows where he needs to be to score a goal, and that's what Lukaku needs to be able to do. So, I mean, and I, I think that'll come around. I think a lot of people will give him stick, and I don't think that they should. I think that he'll – I I just really think that under him being under Solskjaer, like, that's what he does to score, or did score goals. So, I mean, I I think that's an issue. It's right side, having another midfielder come in. Like, we've got some – we've got a good – next class of players coming up through the youth system. We just need to use them. And I know we will through Ole, but it's if we get – if yeah. it's he's the manager, well, you know. If so. comes, maybe we get Harry Kane. God, Colin, I, you, you always got this one pick. <laughs> hey, we could, we could trade Alexis Sanchez for Messi. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I'd take that deal. Colin, you, you play <laughs> Ultimate Team too much. <laughs> I wish Messi was on the Ultimate Team. Yeah, um, what, ten, 10 million so, coins. <laughs> Absurd. So, moving on. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's end on a Chelsea preview because uh, we are at about thirty minutes now. All right. Sounds good to me. Um, we play Chelsea at Stamford Bridge in the FA Cup. Uh, is it the quarterfinal now? I don't think it's the quarterfinal. It's round six, round seven, one of those. Yeah, I don't remember. Round five. Yeah, actually, I think it is round five. So, fifth round of the FA Cup. We've already played. <laughs> In the FA Cup where we've already played Arsenal away, and then we draw Chelsea away in this next round. And if you look at the rest of the field that is still alive in the FA Cup, this is a really ridiculous pick that we had, that we drew Stamford Bridge against Chelsea, because the only big six club left in the FA Cup... Oh, it's on a Monday? Yeah. The oh. only big six club left in the FA Cup is Manchester City. These are the other games that are happening in this round. Queen's Park Rangers against Watford. Brighton and Hove Albion against Derby County. Stop. AFC Wimbledon against Millwall. Isn't that a tennis thing? <laughs> Newport <laughs> County against Manchester City. Manchester City drew Newport County. They always get a favorable draw every single year. It makes me so Hello. mad. Oh, Manchester Swansea. City are playing Shakhtar in the Champions League. Look out. Swansea City and Brentford. Bristol City and Wolverhampton Wanderers. Doncaster Rovers and Crystal Palace, and then Manchester United and Chelsea. I'm a little frustrated, Matt, because we could have drawn any of those other teams, and Chelsea could have drawn any of those other teams. But I like that we're playing good teams. 
I think this is a test, yeah. and I think it's a good test. And you know why? It's because you're right. They are, are the only top six side. So if we if we can get through this Chelsea game, hold on, where is it? If we can get through this Chelsea game, then. I mean, yeah, knowing our good. luck, we'll draw. No, city, city wouldn't draw we'll us because they got They got to draw Derby, you know. Like, no, I, I, I hope that we go all the way to the final and play City in the final because I think that would be fantastic, and that's probably a game that the FA Cup needs at this point because there's yeah. a that Manchester City will be needing a trophy. Like the last one was one off of a penalty. Yeah, that was like that was game. stupid, man. Like that was so dumb. It, like, it was awful because we lost. If but even if we had won off of a penalty, one nil, that would have been a dumb game. That's just a dumb game. Also, we had Mourinho and oh, it was just the worst, man. We had Mourinho and Hazard had to had to score the penalty. Like God, man. Oh, it's so right, painful. So, oh man. Game predictions. All right. Because if I, to be honest, if I was gonna pick a Premier League team to play after this PSG loss, it would be Chelsea. Because they looked horrible against Manchester City. Yes, I think we... And also, they also had a recent 4-0 loss against uh, yeah, Bournemouth. They did beat somebody 5-0. Um, I think it was Huddersfield. It was a bad team. Yeah. But yeah. a 4-0 loss at Bournemouth and a 6-0 loss at Chelsea. Whereas we're coming off of you know 11 games unbeaten in the Premier League and FA Cup. This is our first loss since December. <laughs> a miracle. This is the first time in two months that we've had to see that wave of posts from players like we can do better and the best is yet to come and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, encouragement and defeat. Mm-hmm. So now we're playing Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. They do have Gonzalo Higuain, who looked good in that game against Huddersfield. But I think if we are on the front foot against Chelsea, we win this game because when we were on the front foot against them, in, at Stamford Bridge in under Mourinho in October, we were up 2-0. We would have been up 2-0 if we were on the front foot. But we spent the first part of the game on the back foot letting them attack and feel us out, and they scored a goal. We come back and we're up 2-1. And then we spend the rest of the game after that on the back foot again, and they nick a goal at the end with Ross Barkley and uh, end up winning a point from a game where we should have gotten all three points. Yeah, I think that, man, I just don't know how bad... Martial and Lingard's injuries are. And this is the one thing that's I, weird about like European football. Down. I don't. I think Lingard is definitely not playing. I've not heard whether Martial is or not, but I would say. Wait, definitely not playing for the FA Cup game. Yeah. Whoa. Because was that official? No, that's just what I've heard. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, don't think they would I was like, I didn't think they would. Yeah, no, I didn't think we, so. I was we like, we wouldn't find out who's in the squad until they travel. Yep. But uh... that's what makes me nervous is having. Is having that because, man, I, I just, I just really don't know, man. Like the we last just... time we won at Stamford Bridge was, I believe, in 2013. Where's Brian? Call in Brian the, in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah, uh, we were, uh, we were actually trying to see if we could watch this with our friend Brian, who's a Chelsea fan, but uh, it didn't work out. I may see if he can call in for an episode later this week or over the weekend. That if, would be cool if we're able to record. But. Um, I think if we can have those guys, it changes the game, obviously, a lot. Yeah. I'm not as confident without those guys. I, I'm not. I don't know. I think Pogba and Rashford will both come into this game with something to prove. I, yeah. I, and we were also kind of without Martial earlier in this Ali run where he, he was kind of injured, kind of not injured, but wasn't Ali wasn't going to risk He him. wasn't playing as well because he had, like, lingering little... Yeah. and I, I think this is probably part of that. Knicks, yeah. But... 
even if Rashford is the false nine and Alexis and Lukaku are the other two forwards in that, I would say Rashford will probably give us enough of an edge to, you know, get a couple goals. I don't want to count on that, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, I don't... What, you don't want to count on Marcus Rashford? No, I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to just... We need more... Man, we're just hurting on the left and the right, if that's the case. You know, like, we're just not as good of a team, which is... Which is, duh. Like, you know, like, everybody knows that, but I mean... But I, I'm okay with... I'm confident if we have to go through the middle against Chelsea, because their center backs have not played well all yeah. season. Uh, and I would argue that their strengths are probably their full backs with Marcos Alonso and Cesar Azpilicueta. Alonso's actually playing pretty good this year. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and, I mean, with Herrera and Ashley Young in the game, like, Aiden Hazard won't be able to do anything, so... (laughs) (laughs) And, and, I don't know, I'm just not really worried about Iguain yet. No, I'm not, but that doesn't mean we should dis like no put him I, off to the side obviously but, not he, I think yeah he's, he was a world-class striker at one point yeah oh yeah for sure i yeah i think our players are gonna be really hungry and i think that's what's gonna be if we can beat chelsea then ah. oh <laughs> i just made truman park um if we can beat chelsea that's what's gonna put us over the edge it's gonna be that I think that'll be the thing that because we have something to prove after this game, after the PSG game, and I think that that's just going to be the thing that puts us over the over the line. That's going to be the thing that that pushes us to want to win. Yeah. I guess you could say. But other than you know, uh, it is Chelsea, Chelsea, and we should just beat them all the yeah. time, anyways. But I, I don't know. It seemed like we carried an attitude with us against Arsenal in the FA Cup too. That this was a competition we wanted to win. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we wouldn't have gone to the Emirates and just put out our best team. Yeah, that's this, very true. That's very true. This is a race against Arsenal and Chelsea in the Premier League where there's only a point separating mm-hmm. those three teams. Yeah. And it Obviously, the game has no effect on that, but... Mentally, for the players, it does, though. Yeah, because, you know, you know th- this is our opportunity to show that we are better than you, and, you know... And it, we, and we it, are. It affects the mindset. Yeah, for sure. And I think... I don't know. I just think that with the PSG game, the lack of ex- inexperience, that's not something that we have in the Premier League. Like, these kids, they, we play in the Premier League every week. You know, we're ready to do this. We, yeah, we're playing. And it's not the Premier League, it's the FA Cup, I know that, but yeah. we still play these guys twice a year, you know? And, well, I guess now three times, but we'll yeah. play Chelsea three the times. The managers year, have but... changed a lot for all these players, but the, the fact that they've played against each other and they know each other so well remains the same. And I don't think that... I haven't seen anything from Sorry that makes me think that he'll try to pull something out of his hat to make something, you know. No, he seems like a pretty predictable manager. Yeah, which he, is yeah, part of the I reason agree. why I think he's been unsuccessful at Chelsea because, you know, the, they started on that unbeaten run, but after that point, it was like we knew exactly what they were going to do. They were going to rely on Hazard on the counter, mm-hmm. and they were going to rely on a midfield three of people who hadn't played with each seems other. Seems like Chelsea just likes to pick season. those managers. Those kinds of managers, they just have like one way, and that's what they do. Yeah. Like, you know, like well, they, when they brought Jose Mourinho in, and this is a historical rant because as a football, you know, as a football fan and as an aspiring historian, this is something I like to look into. Oh my God, just go, Colin! <laughs> when, when Jose Mourinho came in, he actually didn't just bring a strategy; he brought a culture change. Oh yeah, and I agree with that. When Carlo Ancelotti came in a couple of years after Mourinho, because they had a, they had a couple of managers in between that just weren't that successful. 
Carlo Ancelotti kind of did the same thing, where it wasn't just a, a style per se, but it was also a, you know, a way of winning. Mm-hmm. And after two years, he finished second in the league and was fired. And ever since then, it's it's just been exactly what you said. It's just styles. It's, and and they fizzle out. Like, when Conte won the league, he they had enough points to where they didn't super have to worry about the diversity in their the their the styles changing. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. I mean, it was. I mean, shoot, Le- Leicester. Everybody talks about how good like Leicester was winning the league. That was just like a freak year. Like the Premier League just wasn't as good that yeah, year. That's just the way that is. Yeah. Was <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that just goes to show you. But I mean, yeah, Chelsea seemed to fizzle out, and it's kind of weird because if you get a manager that is able to keep like Eden Hazard like, up throughout the season, like, they're a more successful club. Because it seems like in Hazard kind of does the same thing that Chelsea does, and that's one of the big reasons why that happens is because his productivity just isn't as good towards the end of the season. So hopefully that'll continue and we'll beat them twice in 2019. Well, I guess we'll play them later on in the year. But anyways. Yeah, we'll um, beat them then too. Yeah, <laughs> but... Our record against them at Old Trafford is fine. Yeah. It's, it's just... We play them at Old Trafford... In Premier League, right? Yeah. The, I want to say we play them in the Premier League. And we play everyone except in the top six except Arsenal uh, at Old Trafford. We play City at Old Trafford. We play Liverpool at Old Trafford. We've all, we already played Tottenham. So, yeah. So yeah, I, I Honestly, if we get a draw in the replays at Old Trafford, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. And, I mean, Ole's not going to be – I mean – no, he'll be like weirdly happy. Yeah, he wants to win the exactly, exactly. So yeah, I, and I think that we can do it. It's just I'm really worried about injuries, but I also think that Pogba is going to be a madman on Monday. I think he's going to be playing like crazy, and and Herrera's been fantastic lately, man. Like even when the rest of our team wasn't doing well, Herrera was still all over people. He was intercepting the ball. I want to say. I want to say that his pass rating was like 97%. Like, oh, yeah, Herrera is playing phenomenally, man. We just need to find a way to to use him more. I, I just, I'm just worried about Matic. And I, Matic is going to have something to prove being at Stanford Bridge. So. I love that Ander Herrera has this confidence going yes, against Chelsea. Yes. Because he loves to play against Chelsea. Oh, yeah. Well, um, and put, so, in, put in Hazard in his pocket. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're, we're running up on time. You want to do score predictions for Fergie Town? Man, I hate this. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm so bad at it. Like, yeah. uh, I remember we I said we'd beat City like three nil, and I was just thinking, I was like, we just what beat the Juventus. Yeah, I was just like, Matthew, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, no, I, I <laughs> did, um, when I uh, Jose Espinosa from PSG talk on uh, for the last episode, we did our score predictions, and I think. He said a two a two one United win where they get an away goal, and I said a three one United win. So when we were down two nil, as I tweeted at PSG Talk, I was like, "Hey, uh, my three one prediction is looking pretty off now. I'm gonna switch it to three two and hope that this comeback works." Out. <laughs> that would be awesome. So I, man, I just think it's gonna go one way or the other. I don't know if it's like That's a. I don't. Go, I don't know. I guess to the furthest extent is what I meant, Colin. So I don't, I don't really know if it's a one-goal game. It's really hard to predict. I think I'm gonna say three-one United. I think. Yeah. Because I don't think it's gonna be. I think we're gonna get be comfortable. I think we could score. 
God, I forget who we played. It was. Uh, I think we'll we can go up maybe one two nil in the first half. Chelsea score one to make it interesting. We score another to make it comfortable. United win. Yeah, um, I'm kind of the same way. I'm gonna go two one United. Um, so I I do think that we win this, but I I don't think that Chelsea is just gonna roll over like they did against City because they all I think they also have something to prove, and their players are. You know, some of them are fighting for their jobs. Doesn't seem like Sarri's really like putting the fire into his players. So no, they don't seem as passionate I, as like past Chelsea teams. They still have quality, though, is the thing. Because they they still have Aiden Hazard, who is a quality player. They also have N'Golo Kante, who is you know one you're of not the, wrong, one but of the best mil- midfielders in the game. Right man, now. with just Herrera and Matic playing like pretty well, and Matic actually played okay last night. Like he didn't lose the ball he too was much. Isolated a lot. Yeah, he 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 he's was just forced. Not good at a defensive cover. He's just not a good defensive cover anymore. Well, actually, I disagree. I just think that he was overwhelmed. Anytime he did get the ball and would try to pass it, he would box out the players, and he was doing a good job of that. He just got overwhelmed because he'd have three white shirts around him. I also, I think he was a bit tired because he played the full ninety against Fulham. Yeah, for sure, and he's thirty. One, yeah, he's getting older. Yeah, you know, so I mean, never had legs to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's a tough guy, and I think he's also gonna have something to prove. But I, yeah, I think we're gonna, I think we can win this. I really hope. I just maybe need to predict us to lose, and maybe we'll win. So so, yeah, no, but um, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna say it, Colin. But we're gonna win on Monday. (laughs) All right. Uh, Thanks for tuning in to the Busby Babe podcast. It's great to be back here with Matt. Uh, be sure to check out thebusbybabe.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter for live Man United updates. Uh, we've got some new material coming out. Um, we've got a continued thread on PSG, so we're going to keep posting stuff about that, even though some of us necessarily don't really want to, because it's not a game that uh, we want to dwell on too much. But I, there is a lot. It's good for us, man. To take it's, a, it's good for us. It. Like it, yeah. it sucks, but it could have happened at a worse point in time. Like. Yeah. I take if we take this loss, I'd rather take this loss and beat Liverpool and City and yeah. Chelsea all down the road. If that happens, like I mean, hopefully, but I take all that. And there are some good pieces up right now. Uh, check out Vincian's uh, three things we learned from the game, and also check out the article that uh, this is something we can take things from. This is a loss that's not demoralizing. It's some. It's a loss that we can. We can still get top can, four. Still get the FA Cup. Yeah, you know. So uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. All right, later, guys.